Howdy, Ash, AP Corey from the tailgate, brought to you by Frida Homes, building Aggie dreams. FridaHomes.com, visit them, give them a call, get your building needs taken care of. Don't forget to email us at axtailgate at gmail.com, send us some comments, visit us on YouTube. Let me start with good news today, Corey, good news. Astros go up to do nothing against the Yankees. Oh. Uh, one more win to get to the World Series. That oh. is the only good news I got for you, buddy. Yeah. I hear you. Uh, all right. We're going to get right into this deal, man. Let's go. So, last night, go over to South Carolina, and the Aggies lose 24 to 30. Uh. And, you know, we talked about it. Look, they come out. They're not ready to play, right? Give up the opening kickoff for a touchdown miss. I don't know how many tackles there. Very, very next play, INT. You know, the series, INT, very next series, the, the, the fumbled snap. Um, they don't. They're not prepared to deal with the noise on, on the road. None of those things. They just come out not ready to play. But <laughs> it's funny. We... We're obviously going to focus in on that. Everybody's going to focus in on that. They lost in the second half, by the way, 13 to 10. So it's not like, okay, they got through that, yeah. and then the rest of the game they were coming back, coming back, coming back, and they just didn't make the, the, the final push. At the end of the day, they, they got beat in the second half. Yeah, but, I mean, I think it was a lot of stuff that, I mean, we couldn't get back in the game. We got in the whole 17 nothing. Then we kicked a field goal, made it 17-3. Kicked another field goal, made it 17-6. to Then we scored that touchdown to Max Wright, who I thought played a good game. Nice game. You know, because Green went out with a little injury, so Max had to step up. Caught a touchdown pass, got another pass on the out for a first down. Um, then they got the two-point conversion, made it 17-14. We're feeling a little bit like, hey, maybe all the bad stuff is behind us. But then it just – our offense look. Well, did not look good. How many false starts do we have? Six, I think. Seven. It was or eight. Huge. It was seven. Eight, I mean, eight. every drive killers, momentum, anything you get, a false start kills you. We weren't ready for the noise. We talked about that. The noise got to us. It's just frustrating. It seems like we weren't coaching. I mean, we said it all season. It just the other team was better prepared than we were. Look, and and they do come back in the first half and get that game to within fourteen to seventeen, right? Well, yeah. field goal game at that point. Mm-hmm. They get the ball. With about a minute left, fifty seconds left. We didn't even try. The first half, we're just no, we're not even gonna try. Fifty seconds is an eternity in college football. With a timeout. With a timeout. I mean, every the drop, the clock stops after every first down. Incomplete passes. But they were getting the ball in the second half. Of course, they get the ball in the second half. They go seven straight passes and they fucking punt. Right. Well, we don't have a very good running back, I guess. Um, you know. That, and, and that's part of the frustrating part. They get to that point, and you think, okay, maybe the talent's going to start to show here. Maybe the talent now is going to start breaking through. Yeah. And you get the opening drive in the third quarter and one other one down by three, and you can't do anything with it. Yeah. Then they finally, defense finally gives one up. They get that other touchdown. Mm-hmm. You get two more. You, you come back. Offensively, we score off of the short field when Diggs gets a strip sack. Yeah. 
You get two more drives within three points to take a lead, and you can't do anything. No. And, you know, one of those was Connor, right? But it didn't matter. It didn't matter matter who it was. It didn't matter. Um, But you can't do anything. And then they finally come back and, you know, get that last touchdown that, you know, sort of puts the whole thing away. But this offense continues to be inept. They do. I agree. I agree. Now, it is something that we said last night. When Connor came in the game, we said between redshirt freshmen and true freshmen in the on the field when Connor came in, do you remember what we talked about? There was like seven or eight either redshirt or true freshmen in the game. Three yeah. on the auto line, quarterback, uh, tight end, uh, and two wide receivers. Yeah, Marshall and uh, Stewart. Yeah, that's and, a lot of freshmen. I'm not going to make excuses. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, Corey. I don't. I, I excuses to me. Are like buttholes. Oh, Everybody's got them, right? Yeah. And here's the thing, they you know, stink. they all stink, yeah. right? So he knows the situation. Yeah. He Jimbo knows the situation. He knows he's got three red shirt or true freshmen on the offensive line. He yeah. knows he's got all those situations happening. He knows he's decided to put the freshman wide receiver on the field. And and look, Stewart had a good game, and he yeah. he, he he continues to produce. Yeah. You know. And I'll get into Stewart a little bit more later. But, you know, all those things are true. The tight end, you know, look, Max Wright made a bunch of plays. You could have had him out on the field during that time. Now, don't get me wrong. Right? Green doesn't seem to be the issue either. You no. know, he's, he's, he looks nice in, I don't think so in his, in his uh, past uh, sets and everything yeah. else, right? And so, you know, those guys are in there. Sure. But you know those guys are in there. Mm-hmm. You know what gets me, and this is, this is what gets me is that no matter how you slice it, at the beginning of the year, nobody thought this was a big game, right? Mm -hmm. We've beaten South Carolina eight times in a row or whatever it is, right? Since we've been in the SEC. Since we've been in the SEC. And so everybody sort of just writes this one off as as no no big game. But by the time we got to this point, this is a big game. Yeah. Coming off of a bye week. It's a game you can't lose. It's a game you cannot lose this game. And we were talking about it as we were watching football around the country. Yeah. And, you know, you will watch a team like TCU. And what do we say? You know, they sit in there and they set up those little wide receiver screens on the sideline. Boom, boom, boom. And then all of a sudden, they get that guy out out from in the slot. And, oh, he's blocked. Oh, never mind. Over the little pump. Boom. Over the top. Wide open. Yeah. Jimbo's plays. Never set each other up. No. There's like, there's no rhyme or reason for pairing the game, the, the plays together. And there's nothing on in that playbook that's, we're going to be a little trickery or anything to try to get a big play when you need a big play. Do you remember Jimbo's halftime talk to the reporter, what he said? What we need to do in the second half? What he said? We need to run the ball. Yeah. We need to run the ball. Mm-hmm. What do you do when he came out in the second half? Seven straight pass. Seven. Not six, not five, seven. Seven. His excuse is, well, some of those were RPOs. Some of them were RPOs. You know, the the play I liked the most, and I think it was the is HA's touchdown. They line up in two backs with a fullback, a tight end, get in there and run the freaking lead to the left-hand side. Boom, 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 touchdown. You got a young offensive line. Let's get them in the game. Let's get some running. What do offensive linemen like to do? They like to they, run, they go downfield, go downhill, yeah. 
hit people. Let's get them. Let's get them jarred up. And you here's know? and here's the other thing. Now we talk about the run. Well, some in the second half, the running game started to cool down a little bit. They weren't able to get some of the play. Well, you they go. Play. They they start going to a lot of the zone stuff in the mm-hmm. first half. The big, a lot of the better plays were out of the gas scheme, running the power, pulling the guard and, and the yeah. tight end back in through there. Yeah. You know, going going weak side on that, right? Yeah. And A-Chain was able to make some plays and do some things. And then in the second half, it's zone, 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 right? And the best running plays we've had all year come out of that gas scheme. Yeah. Like, why is that not your base? Why is that not your base play? Power, 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 power doesn't make any sense right it doesn't so and look a chain got what 20 carries 20 you know you know moss got a couple carries i mean Le'Veon moss, moss yeah a couple got, got in the couple, game and, and, and did, he had that one nice little run yeah it was only outside run also mm-hmm. like you're talking about so but i you know the frustrating part for me is that you watch that offense and it has no continuity. It has no the, – the, the plays don't connect, right? It's not smooth. It's there's, not like watching these other games we watched. TCU brought up – I told you during the TCU games, like, they were down 18 or 20. I was like, hey, I'm not worried about TCU. Right. I was like, they'll come back and probably win this game. They did win the game and by 10. Win. Yeah. And they were down 28 to 14 or something, 13. I don't even know what it was. 28 to 10, I think. The Aggies get down 17 nothing. We're like – where are we gonna score seventeen points at? And there, and I'm telling you, man, it's just because of the construction of the offense. It really is a a matter of plays don't match up. You know, yeah. It's it there. There's nothing there to create indecisiveness by a defense. Well, there's not mismatches. Is what you look for as a coach, and he's not looking for those. He's not setting you up as a run for the play action he's not doing that he's already got like a set i'm gonna call this right. play he'll so come out defense, on first down yeah. he's gonna throw it on first down he'll come out of empty yeah he doesn't get the defensive eyes looking anywhere they're all going downhill after our quarterback because they know their offensive line mm-hmm. and we're probably going to pass the ball because 90 percent of our plays are passes and what, what did i say that, you know I'd, I'd sit in there and we come out and it was uh first and 15 after a penalty and i said well he's throwing it now got to and if i know that we you know the defense it. knows that because yeah. Jimbo, that's his go-to, right? Yeah. Or you don't get any gain, a gain on first down. What's he going to do on second down? In he's going to throw it. And that RPO is not an RPO because we pass it every time. Every time. An RPO, you've got to hand the ball off sometimes or at least quarterback <laughs> run it to make it a real RPO. Otherwise, it's just a it's just a pass. That's all it is. Just a pass. Yeah. Look, and here's 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 something that, that bothers me. They talked about it during the broadcast. Except they talked about all right, the best game they played all year was Alabama. 48% of the snaps they used motion. Okay. Interesting. The next best game they played all year, Miami, that was like 38%. Everything else. What about Arkansas? We won that game. No, Arkansas was lower. Okay. So it was Miami. And then the rest of them were all like 20% or whatever. But even the motions that he uses – are like not even purposeful motions that bring some sort of the deception, right? He motions him, he gets him set, he sit, you know, with like yeah. they did with Lane the other day, mm-hmm. like and he'll, they'll set and and then they come back and, and run the play. There's not like motion where they're running the guy across, maybe even faking a jet sweep, you know, or even if it's a just a 
token fake on the jet sweep, right? Yeah, to sure. influence something and then give it to the running back or whatever. Or if the motion is coming in from behind, faking the reverse off the back end. Or, you know, it like it's not even purposeful, deceptive motion. Right, I hear you. Yeah, but the only thing I did notice they had, they ran it once or twice yesterday was the screen passes, and they worked. Inside, the, inside screen, inside screen, inside screen, screen tailback. Yeah, and because the defensive line's getting upfield, they they have no reason not to get upfield. Yeah, because we're not doing anything to fool them. Yeah, like you're saying, that's yeah. where it comes into the context. It's about the motion would make them. At least pause for a second. Pause. And that's, that's all you need. need. That's all you need. Especially with HA speed. Go watch our defense. We pause a lot. Yeah, Especially at the linebacker. Oh, God, yeah. You know, and that's the whole thing. You know, you sit in there, and it's like he hears the fact, oh, you got to use more motion. He just uses it. And so he's like, okay, he here's the motion. It's not like he knows what he's doing. But he's it. not doing anything purposeful yeah. with it, right? Yeah, is he seeing what the defense is running? Is that motion showing him, okay, they're in a zone or they're in a man? It's stuff that you should be able to pick up as either a quarterback or a coach right away, right? Correct. You got to make that de- the defense aren't making changes on defense because they already know what we're going to do. You see what I'm saying? It's yeah. Not like, it's not affecting. Okay, they ran motion. They know we're in man now. Okay, let's let's change it up a little bit. Right. No, they're not having to do that because we're not changing it up. It doesn't. Ma- yeah, it doesn't make. You know, motion the guy across and they motion lane right into the tight end, like. Do they maybe snap it while he's maybe still in motion with a play action boot and cut, try to hit him in the flats off of the off of the already running start? No, they never do that. That's not that's not in you know that's it's it's like he's doing it because everybody says he should, but he doesn't understand exactly how to take advantage of it, right? Yeah. And and here's my frustration. This is my biggest frustration. Look, this program right now is at its lowest point since it's been in the SEC today. Today, first loss to South Carolina. Are they a better team? Sure, you can say all that all you want to, right? The difference between a good coach, apparently, and Beamer, and a bad coach and Jimbo is that Beamer's got his team second year playing a lot better in spite of the lack of talent, right? Right. Jimbo's got all the talent in the world, and this program's going in the wrong direction. Oh, they're young. Oh, they're young. Well, shit, that's your own damn fault. They've been young every year. You know? they got to get older sometime, right? (laughs) You would think, but maybe not, because... You know, all these young, all this young talent might say, peace out. See you later, man. Yeah. Because they're not having fun playing football. They look tight. They I are. T- and, and look, yeah. you go watch the uh, sidelines all over the country, man. Kids are having fun. Mm-hmm. It's like high-fiving. Let's yeah. go make some plays, you know. There's a lot of energy. You watch the Aggie sideline and everybody's like, very serious. Like, Haynes King's over there and is, like talking. You know, like. These are kids, man. Like, loosen up, it's man. It's a game. Loosen up. Go have fun with it. Well, now's the time to loosen up. The season is lost. Let's get out there. Try to have some fun. I don't expect us to win, but maybe one more game. I'm just being honest, shooting from the hip here. You and I talked about it yesterday about who are we going to beat. Wait a minute. And, and look, and we'll get into sort of the expectations for the rest of the season, but here's, the, here's my thing, right? Yeah. The worst part about this, and you go listen to Jimbo after the fact Mm -hmm. in his press conference, and the things he says, Mm -hmm. the things he says, he's not changing. He doesn't think that there's anything wrong. I think there is Jimbo's realizing it. He looked a little bit more shaky on this news conference than what I've seen him. For the last two weeks, he's looked like he's he, a beaten man on press conference. He looks like really bad. I mean, and he should. But he has no answers. Yeah. 
I'm, he has no answer. I think Jimbo needs to take a step back. Like when you own a business or something, you take a step back, see what's wrong. Because if you're in there all day looking at it, you think that, oh, I know what to do. I know what to do to fix it. But until you sit back and watch it and have other people like, I'm not saying me or you, just anybody come up to you. Tell me, tell me what I'm doing wrong. You tell me. I need a fresh set of eyes. I need somebody, a fresh set of eyes to go, hey, this is what's wrong. It's your play call. And you got to take it. I mean, you got it sucks for somebody to tell you you're doing something wrong. Yeah. But you have to sit there and take it. And either you do one or two things. You either make changes and hopefully get better, or you keep doing the same damn thing which he's been doing. That's where he has to learn. If he keeps doing it, like you said, he's got to go. That's there's, my, that's my. And he, here's, here's the thing, right? We talked about it. Yeah. We've talked about it before. Look, D- Dickie was the office coordinator. Now, technically, he's the co-office coordinator now, but he he was the office coordinator on this team yeah. for a long time. An offense coordinator by by title alone, yeah. Because the play caller and true office coordinator is Jimbo, right? right. He, it's his scheme. It's everything else, right? Mm-hmm. He, he's calling the plays. So Dickie's on this on this on this coaching staff. Yeah. He ran a pretty good offense at Memphis, by the way. Yeah, he did. Scored a lot of points. Scored a lot of points. It's explosive. I'm talking like he put guys in the NFL that you never heard of. And Jimbo doesn't. You know, yeah. bring them, promote them in this in in our in our on this team. He doesn't promote them and get them. No, he he wants to get you he know Dooley, who by the way got fired from being an office coordinator in Georgia. Right? I mean, the guy, you know, the guy Georgia had a up tempo, high teen offense. Right, and they were horrible under him. That's what I'm saying. So, my point is, instead he's going, he's 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 like doubling down on his crap scheme, right? Yeah. Let's move the guy that has all this innovation thoughts and ideas further down the, the totem pole. Let's bring in more of the same thinkers as me, mm. you know? And my point is this. He has no intentions of making a change. Right. He has no intention of actually taking advice from somebody else in regards to that offense. He's got no intentions well, of fully blowing the whole thing up and handing over reins. Well, that's where his boss needs to step in and say either you do this or you got to go. I know we owe him a lot of money. That's the problem. They can't tell him that. I think they can. They can't tell him that because they're not going to pay $90 million. I bet they, I bet they would. I, I mean, I'm just if your prediction comes true of not one more win this year, that would be the time that they, they do it. So we'll find it's out. Either now, I'm telling you, I was reading an article. Three coaches have been fired after the South Carolina loss. Yeah, Will Muschamp was one of them, and he went through a few other ones. I can't remember who. Oh, uh, the coach Phil Former from Tennessee. Mm-hmm. They That's lost the South, after, after they lost to South Carolina. That's many years ago. I'm not saying Jimbo's getting fired after that, but we're three and four right now. Leo. We're three and four. Look, we lost to App State. We lost to South Carolina, Alabama, and Mississippi State. Mississippi State, who? What happened in the last two games? Look, Mississippi State, who did whatever they wanted to against us, mm-hmm. whatever they wanted to against us, and has gotten absolutely annihilated the two weeks after. Yeah. And an offense that has looked pedestrian right. the two weeks after. Right. They were shut up by Alabama until the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know, I saw it. the whole thing to me is you have to start seeing that – you're on a downward hill. Yeah. Like, I mean, you don't have any brakes. There's no brakes. <laughs> you're just going. I mean, you're picking up speed on the wrong way. And so the only way to do anything about that is to wreck it, right? Yeah. 
<laughs> you can either keep on going down the hill, just, or you can yeah. turn the damn wheel, wreck the thing, and hope, hope, hopefully you come out the other end, right? And I'm telling you, $90 million to our boosters and our fans is not as much as you think it is. You say that, you say that, I'm but I'm, I'm telling you, they, that guy's not going anywhere this year. No, I mean, he can he, lose to UMass. Oh, God. He could lose to UMass, and he's not getting fired this year. I'll fire him if he loses to UMass. I'll go down there and say, Jimbo, you've done a crappy job. you got to go. Look, this is this is mm-hmm. this was our strategy back in the day as an offensive coordinator. What's that? In when I when I was coaching when I was coaching back in the day, right? Beginning of the season and fall camp, we were one hundred percent about our base. Base running plays, base passing plays. Those are the things that we worked on and perfected. Worked on and perfected. Right. If we can't do this, we can't do anything. Mm-hmm. And if we can't do this, then we need to change our base, by the way. We as coaches need to change what we're doing because if our, we, our kids can't execute, then it doesn't really matter how great the X's and O's look, right? And that's something that we talked about all season, though. And, it, and it's something you just said, he's not changing. And that's the problem. You understand it. I understand it. There's one person that's very important to this team that doesn't understand that. I was a lowly little high school coach making damn near nothing. Right. But I knew that. Yeah. Because, look, the kids are the kids. Yeah. And if they can't do it, we better do something else. Yeah. It's not – you said it before, you know, the whole bang your head against the wall, whatever, right? I mean – Insanity. Do the same thing over and over again. Definition of it. You do the same thing over and over again. It's expecting a different result. But you get the same one. And you know what? And he tells us, well, we're practicing great, you know, and it's great effort. So the kids are playing with effort. They're practicing hard. They're doing all the things which would make you think that if you've got talent, yeah. you can translate that, but not when you're what you're trying to get them to do yeah. does not fit what, they, what they're good at, right? Mm-hmm. And when it doesn't have any sort of mesh, it just doesn't. It doesn't mesh together. And so I guess my point was, you know, that's what we would do. We would... It would be base, base. You got a couple of nice, easy opening games. You work more on your base plays. And as you go, yeah. you start introducing wrinkles off the base. Oh, that makes sense. And wrinkles they, off the base. That's exactly what the Philadelphia Eagles coaching staff talked about with Jalen Hurts. They only yeah. have so many plays they run, but out of those so many plays, they put little wrinkles to them. But now, okay, what is our base right now? Do we have a base? The RPO, pretty much. That's what it seemed like. Yeah. That's. I mean, it's not an RPO. It's just a. It's just a pass. Yeah. It's just basically a. Pretty much. Play out. Pretty much. Pass. Their base supposedly it is the zone running scheme with the RPO coming off of it, right? That is what. That is what I believe he would tell you is their base, and that's as, terrible. As an offense. And that's terrible. And but our quarterback's not running. We can't execute. Yeah, we don't have a quarterback that scares anybody right now running the ball. Our offensive line is better at gap scheme blocking than they are at the zone scheme blocking. We don't have a quarterback that scares anybody throwing the ball. Huh. Our running game doesn't scare anybody because they can load up for that and mm-hmm. stop it. Right. We have nothing on offense that makes other defensive coordinators up. Man. All they but can once say again, is they got a lot of talent. The second part of that piece is important. What? Wrinkles off the base. Mm-hmm. Right? This play looks just like the base play that we are very good at. Except 
because I know exactly what you're going to do to stop me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do a little wrinkle off of that to get to get a big play. All right. I right? I hear you. And slowly as the season goes along, every week you're just adding little things. Not not big things. You're not adding, you know, oh, we're going to go all of a sudden and start running the option or whatever. No, no, no. Just little wrinkles. Maybe a double move. Maybe another screen. Maybe a reverse. Maybe a reverse pass. Maybe something. I hear what you're saying, but we're coming into week eight. Yeah. It's too late. That's what I'm saying. Is it? It's too late to do what you're talking about. And right now, we, it looks like Connor's going to be our starting quarterback going forward. It's never, it's never too late to do it's too late to do it that way but it's yeah. never too late to try to figure it out it's right? not it's not too late to try something different yeah that's what i mean i understand that and i did see some positive stuff that we'll go to in a little bit but i didn't see a whole lot <laughs> look all right so let me be very clear about this as i'm saying this into this freaking camera jimbo is a crap coach mm. crap coach i do not see him turning this thing around not because of the fact that he hasn't done it so far but the fact that his words tell me that he's never gonna change his words tell me that he believes what he is doing is the correct thing he believes he's doing the right thing in spite of the fact that this offense has gotten worse year in and year out in spite of better talent. Yeah. He believes he's doing the right thing. That's what kills me. Because last season, we were what, 8-4? 8-4. and, four? Eight and four. We lose Calzada. We think we have an upgraded quarterback, right? We lose Green on the offensive line. Now, we don't have an upgrade for him. Right. But, I mean, I can't tell you that one offensive lineman out kills the whole offensive line. Yeah, and don't tell me, well, it's two because the left tackle left two. Everybody hated the freaking left tackle last year. Well, I'm just telling right? you. Right? Yeah. Zooms played better than the guy he's replacing. I, I agree. And then three, we lost Spiller, which, I mean, yeah, it's a big hit, but A-Chain's getting – he's 99% of our carries. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't tell me that's a big hit, but our offense looks – You know why it's a big hit, though? Because like, Jimbo won't use the big back. He won't go in there. He's got to have A-Chain. I understand. Look, you we don't want to – big back once yesterday. And we, once. I think we got a yard or something on third down. No, didn't they fumble the snap or something? Had some issue. They, I, don't or, I don't remember. It, was, they, it wasn't much. They or, or maybe they did, and, and he didn't get much. But, like, that was the thing about Spiller. He was a change of pace, right? He And he would set up A-Chain. I'm, I'm saying if we had the same players back this year as we did last year, We'd have the same results right we now. We still have the same results. Because yeah. we have the same play call. Yeah. Our defense isn't much different than last year's defense. Our, our defense is better. Our defense the secondary. Is, no, I mean, secondary. we're better talent-wise, but our defensive scheme is not as good. But we're not – yeah, our scheme's not as good because the coach – Yeah. We lost Telco. But I'm saying our defensive line – I mean, we lost a lot of good players. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. the guys we have up there, when I saw them – Mike Clemens making plays in the NFL, by the way. Well, I saw Turner on the end. Clemens uh, – not Clemens. Uh, Jackson – uh, Diggs, Nolan, and Diggs is a front four. I got. Excited. I said, "Hey, look at that front four. And Diggs and I think, comes out and gets a strip sack. I think we got a strip sack right after. I was like, "That's a that's a four right there. That, that I can live with Turner, who's not a defensive end. No, right? but you got Shamar Stewart that you can replace and put him in there. But I'm just bring saying, Turner inside. For, I'm not worried about them running the ball once with those four guys up there because I think they're going to help and they're going to help clean holes up. Cooper was out to big loss for yesterday, but yeah. still, our defense wasn't the issue. White was back though." Defense wasn't the issue. We gave him a lot of short fields. 
And our kick, our punter, for some reason, didn't have a great yeah, game. He had a bad game too. And and look, we're not going to put this game on the punter for God's well, maybe, sake. Maybe but, we should. Maybe we should. But here's here's my thing, right? Yeah. And okay, offensively, number one, those quarterbacks, those quarterbacks, just you can't you can't look at that the numbers and say, well, they they, they didn't play good enough. They have those guys have no time. None. Haynes King is an absolute trooper because that yeah. dude just takes a beating. He does, and just gets up. And goes and makes another play. And of all the hits he's taken this year, he gets hurt throwing the ball yeah. across his yeah, body. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. dude, the guy's getting killed all year, hitting, getting hit and by 300-pound defensive lineman, and he throws the ball and hurts himself. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Just it's- To me, I, didn't, I was actually pretty impressed, and you know how he was getting the, rid of the ball at times. Like, just getting the ball out of his hands with a dude, unblocked defensive. What yeah. did I say? Yeah. They didn't block the defensive tackle at all. They didn't no, touch the defensive tackle on one play. And just, yeah, like, you, there is no closer line from the defensive yeah. side to the quarterback than the defensive tackle. Yeah. Like, like, hey, and they just let him free. Free hit me and go get And I mean, he still made Haynes, us nervous. I mean, he threw the one pick right yeah. at the end of the game. But then he, you know, he's got pressure in his face. And he, he just kind of lobs it sometimes. And you're like, oh, what's he doing? And then we came down with him. Came down with him. Like, ooh, it makes you... But it was either that or going to be sat. You know what I mean? Yeah. And look, the offensive line continues to need a lot of work, mind you. Yeah. But it's interesting to me because some of it is in the players that have gotten playing time. It, you know, Cam DeBerry didn't have a terrible game yesterday. He wasn't the one constantly getting beat. A lot of times it was coming from the Wyckoff Robinson side on, on over there, right? Not to mention all the false starts, which will... That's, that's the thing I think started with the offensive line. They couldn't hear the snap. Uh, there were six, seven, eight false starts. I mean, they were you could tell they were getting off the ball slow but just because they didn't know when to get off right. the ball. You know, the ball snapped. They don't know when to get in. So, I mean, they went to a silent count for a little bit when uh, Connor came in. Do you mm-hmm. notice that? That one series after that? It's gone. I don't you know, know and this, this is my problem. This is my problem. You know you're going on the road. Yeah. You know you're going on the road. Is South Carolina known as the most, you know, loud place? No, but they were loud yesterday. They were loud. They were loud yesterday. And you did not prepare your team to come out in an environment like that because how do I know you didn't prepare them? Because of what happened on the field. He didn't have time to prepare them. We had a bye week. You have to go do other stuff during the bye week. He didn't yeah, have that's time. True. You know, I'm just saying. Just, come on. It's, it's probably that day that they had the bomb threat. Yeah, it must have been. So, so he's got a thing. That's what pisses me off. This is off a of bye week, and we look worse than we have all year. How does that happen? The year, the one week where your coaching is supposed to really take place and get some extra feedback yes. to those players, mm-hmm. you come out where, you know, the good coaches always win after a bye. You know, you always right. get those records like, oh, Bill Belichick is 87-2 and two after a bye or whatever the hell it is. I just made that number up. By oh, the way. yeah, I, I believe it. Or maybe I knew it off the top of my head. It's, it's, it's a fact. Since you said it. Uh, Don Shula yeah. was 106 and 5 after a bye week, yeah, right? Yeah. Whatever. I got you. Jimbo comes out of after a bye week and it's the worst game we play. I don't understand that. It doesn't make any sense at all. And I thought we'd get healthier. It seemed like we got more injuries during the bye week because I didn't know Antonio Johnson was going to be out until game time. Cooper was going to be out until game time. Uh, Foster was going to be out until game time. Yeah, and and so so in the bye we don't even get healthy, right? I mean, it's it's, yeah. it's pretty crazy. I mean, we had some but, players get back in. Don't get me wrong, but go White, White, Chappelle, look, and so 
we can harp on this offense as forever. I can sit here and do a 24-hour podcast on how crappy this offense is, right? Yes. yes. And we could go and pull up, you know, pull up plays and do all those things. I'm not real sure exactly what's happening behind us, but we can do worried. all those things. I'm not worried about behind us. And at the end of the day, we know the problems, right? And we know the problems because they're the same problems we've talked about all season. Right. They're the same. It's coaching. Then it goes to the offensive line. Then it goes to the quarterbacks. I mean, it's a pattern. It starts here, the coaching. It goes to the offensive line who's not blocking. Then the quarterback doesn't get any time to get rid of the ball. A-chain doesn't have any holes to run through. The play calling sucks. I yeah. mean, it's all talk. It starts here. It goes to the next line. I mean, it goes down. I think we beat this to death with the offense. I think. All right. So defensively, let's yeah. move on to defensively yeah. because here's another place where I think that from last year to this year, we're still more talented and less productive, right? Right. And I can't tell you how pissed off I get every time they show Durkin on the freaking sideline. And he's like, (laughs) he looks like he did something great when Diggs got that strip sack, didn't he? Yeah. And then, uh, you know, that's the same look he gets when they get beat for whatever. Oh, yeah. And and you know what? They they did a pretty good job for most of the day. Inside, like you said, with the four defensive linemen and holding thing, holding up in those senses. But then, you know, they don't Bring keep contained. Yeah, they they don't. don't keep contained. And those guys broke contained, I don't know how many times, because your overlap player, Damani Richardson, a lot of mm-hmm. times, or that defense, whoever that defensive end's out there, or the linebacker scraping over the top, you know, overrunning things or underrunning, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, those guys – at that level that are supposed to be that linebacker level, because Damani's basically a linebacker, yeah. have not gotten any better, man. They have not improved. They're still not disciplined enough to avoid chasing ghosts on that uh, while the defense that offense is doing all their little generations yeah. and whatever, right? Right. They're distracted by the ghosts and then they're late to the place where they're supposed to be. Consistently. And that's the thing that upsets me a lot is watching what does work on our defense, like the four. I mean, because we went to three a mm-hmm. couple times. Watching the four men off our defensive line go, bringing some pressure like Bryce Anderson a time or two, but then they get away from it, and we're like, "Why they quit doing that all of a sudden?" I mean, like you're sitting there watching uh, Rather sit in the pocket sometimes, and there's no pressure on him, right? Because we're back in coverage, but why? Why can't we do something that works? And that, that, to me, is another part of it, right? You sit in there, and it's okay. Even with the four-man line, you know, it's a passing situation on third down. And you just sit back. And sometimes they drop the defensive end back into coverage and only bring three and this and this and that. And it's like, what are you doing, man? I mean, because when they sit back there yeah. and have time, which yeah. – they look anytime we brought three. That's been the case. I don't care. Yeah, they have time. He can either run the ball or he can. And they play a little soft zone behind, yeah. him, right? Mm-hmm. And that soft zone gets eaten up. We suck at zone because I mean, it was one play in particular. It was like third and ten, third and eleven. They ran a little, little pass, short yeah, pass, they and got it for eleven, twelve yards. Got the first down. The drive kept going. You're just like, yeah, he just hooked it up at the first down marker. Here mm-hmm. we go, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't think our defense. Killed us. I mean, they, they helped us more than anything. They did. But they were in bad situations. That's what we talked about. They were about. in bad situations. You can't put them in those situations. I mean, they held them to a field goal 
on the interception. And in a, they gave up a touchdown on that short field, yeah. that running play right at the middle. But you can't fault the defense for having to go. It's like the whole right. game, their back's against the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no, their, punter, their punter was amazing. Their punter was putting oh, us in situations. Our punt game, I think he shanked one to the 50 one time. No, I don't think he's getting to the 50. God damn, it was just. Look, and, and so defensively, did we play all right? Yeah, I think we played all right. We yeah. played. We played. Our best okay. Game, it was okay. And at the end, they started, they were getting worn down because that, that last drive, I mean, they were just going to pound it and they oh, did yeah. what they did, you know, yeah. right? So they got worn down as the game went along. Mm-hmm. That in between place, you know, once we were down 17 to nothing until we were back, you know, sort of within a score. I mean, they played a pretty good stretch there, second, third quarter type right. of time period, mm-hmm. you know, and then they gave up to. But. There's little things, man. Little things that they, you know. Santucci as the linebacker coach has done absolutely nothing, right? Those linebackers have not gotten any better. They're third-year guys, fourth-year guys. White's a fourth-year guy. Lee's third-year guy. Cooper's a third-year guy. Everybody, oh, he's a sophomore. Well, he's a redshirt sophomore, by the way. Right. Right? Russell's a, th- a third-year guy. Fourth-year guy, I think, actually. You know, so... Some of these guys have been on in the program for a while, being coached by Tyler Santucci right. at the linebacker spot for a while. Co-defensive coordinator. He must be spending too much time coordinating and not enough time coaching his linebackers. Right. Because those guys haven't gotten any better. We've always talked about it, right? That group for that line for those linebackers, it should be easy peasy. Mm-hmm. It should be easy peasy because they the they've got the, the defensive line is good, is protecting them. And the secondary in the back and behind them is pretty good, so they yeah. can they can focus in on one thing and go. Yeah. And just go let them play. But no, they got them doing all these little drops, and then they drop into coverage, and they're just sitting there covering grass. They don't even look for receivers. They don't look for receivers. Yeah. They're just standing there in the grass, like, hey, I'm just going to take up some space here. Right. Right? Don't come to me. Now, see, what we've done now, what Jimbo's done, it's all his fault. Our expectations were way up here. Yeah. Now, Jimbo's got every, all the fans and everybody at a situation where our expectations are way down here. Yeah. Now's the time for him, if he's going to make changes and do something crazy, it's the time to do it. Because our expectation levels right now, going into Ole Miss, I don't expect much. Yeah. I don't expect <laughs> us to win. I don't expect us to move the ball. I expect our defense to be a bit in bad situations. We might give up a kickoff return. Lane might onside kick it the whole game. They might get it every time. Well. Might as well. I'm just that's my expectations. And I think every Aggie's expectations, they're a football fan. But Lane should actually kick it off every time because we're gonna give him the ball back. Yeah, he's you know, a short field. field. That's right. what I'm saying. Our expectations are very low right now. So now's the time for Jimbo. Surprise us. Do something totally surprising. Do something before the season's over to give us something to believe in. Right? You would think so, but he's not gonna change. So yeah. he's not gonna change. Okay. And look, and this defense was without Antonio Johnson. That's obviously a huge, huge Cooper. loss. Without Cooper, big loss. White you know, came back. White came back, though. Played so, well, I thought. And played well. But we had the guys on the outside. I mean, Jalen Jones was there. Chappelle was there. Jones you know. was the big tackle. Yeah. On that one yeah, outside. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Gilbert was, was in there. Damani was in there, right? Mm-hmm. And here's another thing. Look, they, they Anderson. Kerr started, started in place of A.J., Kerr started in play of AJ, and he's had he look he's he's a solid ball player. You can tell he's going to be a really good ball player. Bryce Anderson got in there and eight just plays. made like three plays in the backfield, yeah. and then you don't see him the rest of the day. Yeah. He's making making the coaching staff look bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's making he can't do like that. he's making too many plays. Yeah, can't you know, do it. can't do it. 
you got to think about what you just said. That changes the norm. That changes the norm here. All right. Look. Go ahead. Last. This is my last point on this Aggie game, by the way. Yeah. For for now. The point. My last overall takeaway on this Aggie game. South Carolina hasn't had a top 25 recruiting class ever. <laughs> I'm exaggerating. Well, no. But, I mean, I think it's back to curse. Uh, Go ahead. Aggies haven't had a class that's been outside of the top 10 since Jimbo's first class. The talent discrepancy between these two teams is enormous. It didn't look that much different in that game. It did not, did it? No. Which goes to show you, and here's my point. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you recruit or don't recruit. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Aggies will always be able to recruit in the top 25 at the very worst, right? Right, yeah. I don't care if you can recruit or don't recruit. If you cannot develop players and put them in a scheme that is going to make them successful and have that consistency, you are not a good coach. And I don't care how well you recruit. And coaches don't get paid to recruit. Sure they do, I'm sure. There's some of them that get paid a lot of money and then go pay it to the kids. Right. That's a good idea. Yeah, that's a good idea. But now with NIL, they don't even have to. They just tell their boosters to go do it. Yeah, exactly. They get paid to get this team ready week to week, and I don't care who the higher recruit is. I don't care what class they are. I don't care, you know, anything. Yeah. Stars don't mean shit, Right. South Carolina proved it because all those three-star players whooped our ass yesterday. App State proved it. App State with all those three-star players whooped yeah. our two-star players whooped our ass. Anaya Smith has proven it over and over again on this team He's a for us. Yeah, yeah. I don't care about any of that mm-hmm. because good coaches win and change programs today, today, immediately. So what do you do to fix this right now? Seriously, what do you do? Nothing. We're stuck. That's how you feel? Jimbo's not going to change. That's what I'm saying. If Jimbo's not going to change, somebody above him has to make that call. I think think you're waiting two more years. I don't think. The rest of this year and at least one more. I don't think this fan base will wait two more years. At least one more year after this. I don't know. I think this might be it. So, guys, I'm very I'm in a very positive, positive mental state, as you can see, Corey. Corey, Yeah. Very positive mental state. Look at the smile. You see that? Yeah. Very positive. And I love my Aggies, baby. I love my Aggies. And I love those players. I think we've got talent through the roof. That's my problem. I think our talent is through the roof. And those guys I feel bad for because they're not even enjoying their time playing football. I hear you. They're not even enjoying it. Go watch them on the sidelines, and they all look depressed. And every time they come off the field, Jimbo's yelling at No, They're young. You know? It's young players. you got to scare them a little bit. But at the same time, okay. Let me ask you a question, changing subject real right. quick. How did Connor do? We've been I've been asking for him for a while. What do yeah. you think? He completed look, first two passes at for eight did. yards, wasn't much. He was put in a horrible position, right? Terrible. I mean, look, he was put in a horrible position and then, you know, Jimbo comes out and it's all pass, pass, pass. Like he doesn't yep. help him at all. Right. You know, you've got a, a a freshman quarterback that hasn't played a single down and you come out and expect him to sit back not even like Play action pass or, or roll out, you know, boots, which an easy little throw to the uh, to the flats or on the out, you know, something that's automatic, you know, not a not a wide receiver screen that he can just get his no. balls out, nothing to get him get the into out. the game, right? Nope, we're gonna drop him back, no nothing, 
and have him have him read read a defense and, 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 and go offensive up to line that's not protecting. With an offensive line that's not protecting. Yeah. So well, he did. But I thought he, he looked, did tuck it and run once yeah. there towards the end of the game. I think if he would have been our starter the whole year, we would have seen it there Connor, of course. But I think he's our starter moving forward. I don't know how bad Haynes' Haynes' injury is, but Connor's gonna get beat up. I think it's gonna be part of it. Here's my prediction for you. Go ahead. And I do. Th- I do think Connor is this ends up being. News? Aunt Connor probably ends up <laughs> making making the starts here on out, right? Yeah. But here's my prediction. Go ahead. Haynes King's gonna transfer somewhere and get drafted. No, he's not. Not with the he form. Is. Not with his throwing he form. Is. He is not getting drafted. He is. Maybe in baseball. No, no. Because that that way he's bringing that ball back and. No, he's, he's gonna go. He's he, gonna go play for. I'll bet you right now he he's gonna go play somewhere else. Ball. Let me figure out where he goes plays mm-hmm. first. Negative. And uh, he's going to end up being a Heisman candidate and uh, get drafted. Okay. So, there you All go. Right. Start calling you Alice. It's like Wonderland. Not happening. That is not happening. You heard it from me. Yeah. You heard it from him. Yeah, it's not happening. He's not getting drafted. You know who else is not getting drafted? Any quarterback that's playing under Jimbo Fish over the next four years. Connor. No, he won't. Oh, yeah. Because Jimbo's going to screw him up. Yeah, too. he's too good. Around the country. Yep. And this is the most frustrating piece. We watch all these games, oh, man. Oh. And nobody has the problems that the Aggies have. Seriously. The Aggies have. That's right. I'm a freaking Aggie. God. Nobody has the problems the Aggies have. No. On offense. No. Ever. K-State brings in a backup quarterback against TCU. A guy we never heard of. Moves the ball down the field like it's nothing. Nothing. It's like, hey, where's Martinez? Oh, hell, I don't know. And don't tell me, well, it's Big 12 defenses because we did, we look the same versus App State's defense versus Sam Houston's defense versus, you know. Anybody. Like, it's all the same. All right. Around the country. Look, Ohio State, slow start against Iowa. They got a bunch of short fields Dominant. to start it out and, and, and were held to field goals. Field goals. Mm. But all of a sudden, they get a pick six and boom. boom game's over. Phew, and the – you know, yeah. spread of that game was 30. They beat them 54 to what? 10? 54 to 10. Yeah. And we knew Iowa wasn't going to score, right? Yeah. We knew Iowa. Oh, it was obvious. I mean, Iowa's offense might be right there with the Aggies. So Ohio State and Michigan are setting up a big-time matchup at the end of the year. I like Ohio State. With a chance to send two Big Ten teams to the championship. Well, there's a chance you can send two or three SEC teams the way it's looking. I'm not no. saying three, but no. I'm just saying there's three no. in the mix. There's three in oh, the mix. Are there? Tennessee, Georgia, and Alabama. Yeah, but all three of those aren't going. No, that's what I'm saying. But two of them might. And you're saying the same thing about the Big Ten. Well, yeah. I'll tell you what. If the Pac-12 has anybody go, who would that be? Nobody. Everybody's lost the game, right? Uh, everybody's lost the game. I say, I'll, t- I'll tell you this. TCU and we can, we can go to Pac-12 real quick. I mean, yeah, Oregon just beats the mess out of UCLA. I mean, that was yeah. – UCLA couldn't stop no. anything Oregon mm-hmm. wanted to do. No. It was – they pounded – I mean, they ran the, the ball. I've seen they Bo, Nicks. Bo, Bo Nix was incredible. He looked I mean, like the Bo Nix they had praised coming out yeah. of high school. I mean, he was impressive. I thought Oregon looked great. And look, you know, they got their butts handed to them by Georgia, but that was the first game of Lanning's program. You know, Lanning's done a great job now. In new school, yeah. With what they've done and, and, and changed up over there. So that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. You know, they, I don't know if they have a chance to make it to the playoffs, but they went out and they're at least in the conversation. I think. Oregon? Yeah. 
okay. because of the fact that their loss was early. Yeah. First game against Georgia, who's probably gonna you know go undefeated, right? Right. So just just a thought. I mean Tennessee. They still gotta play Tennessee. I don't know if they play Kentucky yet or not. But either way, I hear you. I mean, there's still some of the teams that have a notch above them, TCU and Clemson's. They're pretty much, if they win out, I think Clemson and TCU both get in. If they win out. That's a good point. Uh, speaking of Clemson, mm-hmm. dude, they are getting beat, soundly beat by Syracuse in that game. Syracuse moving the ball. Moving the ball up and down the field against that vaunted defense and yada, yada, yada. I mean, they're running with power. And that quarterback. They're, they're, the quarterback's throwing some yeah. nice ball. I was impressed with Syracuse. And the, 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 end, somehow the quarterback for Clemson, old DJ, that guy was horrible. Sucks. They make guy. the change. Yeah. They bring in Klubnik, the freshman. Klubnik, yeah. Klubnik. Yeah. And uh, he threw two. Or he, he, got, he did. I mean, he looked better. He looked a lot better. He brought him back. And you heard he what, him back. You heard what Dabo said. Uh, what he said. DJ's his quarterback moving yeah. forward. Well, we'll see. He's our starter. We'll see. Yeah. Um, very short leash. Get over here. And then, you know, obviously they, they they have to win out, but they, they've got a chance to make the playoffs as well. Yeah, I don't see too many hurdles in their way. And and they're not going to be left out if they're undefeated because they're Clemson. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Clemson, TCU, but being in their conference, ACC, Big 12, that's what the committee wants. They want... Right. one 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 Yeah. Right? Yeah. We'll leave the Pac-12 out again and do one 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 That's what they'll do. Bama dominates Mississippi State. We dominates. talked about it a little bit earlier. Mississippi State absolutely crushes the Aggies. Yeah. We can't do anything against them. They can do whatever they want. And Bama basically shuts them out until the fourth quarter. I mean, quarter. the final score was 30-6. to six. I mean, it was worse than that. Yeah. I mean, Bama's defense, I don't know how we scored points. I think, they, stopped, after watching it. <laughs> I think they stopped scoring at halftime. Bama, I mean, yeah. Except seriously. for the last touchdown. I think they it got one more. It was 24-0. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, that's crazy. LSU absolutely dominates Ole Miss. Second half. In the second half, right? That was yeah. game. That game, er, well, actually, after an early couple of scores by mm-hmm. Ole Miss, right? They were up 17 to 3, 23, 17 3, something like that. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I think LSU scores 42 out of the next, yeah. next 45. 45 or something. Yeah, they did. Right? Very right. Yeah. And that offense is looking good. I don't know about looking good. They, no, no. Their defense looks good. Their defense looked good. Their offense looked good. They are. They are soundly better than the Aggies right now. The change they don't have a good coach. <laughs> yeah. Uh, TCU, you talked about it, another comeback win. They yeah. get behind in the first half and then they just matter. boom, 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 Doesn't boom matter. plays. They keep on going. Man. I mean, they're downfield the whole time. I mean, they're running back and press me. But, I mean, the teams don't know what they look for. Like, yeah. They, they don't know. They're just going to throw it deep. They're going to throw it short. They're going to run with the ball. They're going to hand it off. You don't know. Don't know. But Aggies, that's the problem. You know exactly what we're going to do. RPO. Oh, no, he's not going to hit it at all. I can't believe it. See, that's the thing. So, I said I only had one piece of good news yeah. all day. Yeah. For Aggie fans, they're going to enjoy it. This is what they're going to hang their hat on. I don't say the Longhorns. Longhorns lose to Okie State, right? Longhorns lose to Okie What's State. What's worse, losing to Okie State or losing to South Carolina? Definitely losing to South Carolina. So too. But, you know how Aggie fans are. Yeah. They're they're like, oh, well, they're great. Right they're we uh, Jimbo's better yeah. than Sarkeesian. Yeah. Okay. yeah, Jimbo would have whooped Oklahoma State too. Yeah, that's no. the way it works. Yeah. Uh, anything that stood out to you in, in, around the country? Um, it's nothing you didn't put on there. Duke, Miami, Florida is a lot worse than we thought they were. That's hey, one of the, our big the fight, Elko's, the fight, Elko's are having a good season. That, that was a. Uh, 
That was an ass whooping. Fighting Elko's having a good season. Um, I'll tell you, the Pac-12, I think, is done for the college football playoff. The Big Ten, Ohio State looked good. Michigan was off. A loss by TCU gets the Pac-12 back into a, no. a conversation. A conversation, but right As now. As well, Oregon wins out. Yeah, if, well, they win out. But if the Big 12 and Pac-12 have won losses, you're going to see either two teams from the SEC or maybe two from the Big Ten. Not, I mean, you'll have that Clemson. That's what I'm, I mean, that's my. But I think at that tradition. point you're 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 now in a discussion, right? They're in that room saying, okay, somebody's gonna one lost, one lost Michigan, this. one lost TCU, one lost Oregon. Like who's, you know? Well, that that Oregon loss is going to come way back heavy if Georgia ends up with a loss. And that's what they can't have to hope right. for. Oregon's gonna be like, God, Georgia loses, then they beat us. Yeah, how are they gonna put us in over Georgia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't do it. All right, questions from the tailgate brought to you by Carney's Pub and Grill. Good times, good drinks, good people. Go visit the folks over at Carney's Center. Tell them we sent you. Wait, before you get done, we didn't talk about it. What You said we are going to come back to it. How many games are you going to win the rest of the season? All right. Oh, you Expectations oh. for the rest of the season, Corey. <laughs> Question number one for the uh, tailgate. No, no, not bad. Expectations for the rest of the season. UMass. So one win. Look. Ole Miss, loss. Auburn, Florida. Auburn looked pretty good in that one oh. game. Who did they play last game? LSU and UMass. That's the six, five games remaining. Yeah. How many are we favored? UMass. We're favored against UMass. Uh, are we playing Auburn at home? We play Auburn at... If we play on here, we might be favored against Auburn. If we... Uh, let's see. We're on the road against Auburn, actually. Here, I'll tell you. We're at home but, against Florida. We might be favored against Florida for some reason. But is it a lot? Any of those a lot, by the way? You Are mess, you? UMass. No, no. Take UMass out of the equation. No, I'm just telling you, UMass a lot. Is there any of those SEC games a lot? No. 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 So this team, Our, you're telling me, could SEC possibly. we played with South Carolina, and they beat us. So this team could possibly end the season 4-8? and eight? You can only hope so. That'll get everybody talking about firing your boat. Yeah. Four and eight's your, your hope, huh? I mean, I, I, I wish it. I could be sitting in a room with all those donors right now, hearing what they say. You know? Hey, I got $20 towards firing Jimbo. So you, you whatever that $90 billion is, you subtract 20 from that, I'll give that contribution. Damn right. I'm 20 right from him, we're 40 in. That's right. Um, look, expectations for the rest of the season. I... Not look, good. they're not good, right? I mean, look, we're not beating Ole Miss this coming week. I mean, no. unless literally Jimbo, like, gives over everything. Yeah. Stays at home. Goes Stays on home. Yeah, they tell maybe, Jimbo maybe. to go on vacation, we might have a chance. Maybe. And Durkin. They tell Jimbo and Durkin, both of them, hey, y'all go somewhere and recruit, do whatever. I don't give a shit. That, that's a good Go to another plan. country. Go let them recruit. Yeah, go recruit. Over I bet you a good recruiter. I bet he is. He smiles the whole time. Yeah, he smiles. Shaking Tell you whatever you want to hear. hands or whatever yeah, it sure. is. Yeah. Uh, look, they're not going to beat Ole Miss this coming week. They're not. No. They're not Ole Miss moves the ball too well on offense. They're going to score too many points. And right? we can't. And I mean, can't. yeah. Period. Yeah, that's it. They're not going to beat LSU at the end of the season. No. LSU is grounding into form. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They... Look, they got they two improved. losses. They, they got two improved. losses. The first one against Florida State, they shouldn't have and been a loss Tennessee. because they fumbled it away on yeah. some punts. 
right? And Tennessee, beat and then Tennessee good. beat them, beat them pretty good. But you know, that team, yeah, you can see an improvement. Exactly, that's what we need. It's not like Jalen Daniels. Jay, is Jaden yeah. Daniels is a like a superstar quarterback? No, you know, but he's looking good and he's he's productive. Well, Kelly knows how to his strengths and weaknesses. That's what a good leader does. He knows people's strengths and weaknesses. Okay, this is what he's strong at. Let's get him out. Of the, let's get him out of the pocket. Let's get him running around and. So you know, so we're not we're not beating LSU at the end of the season. No, that's two. And that's at that's at home, right? Yeah, I don't give a shit. That's at home. Yeah. Auburn and Florida. There's your two games. Auburn, I think, beats us. I watched Auburn play against a couple weeks ago. I told you, and they moved the ball. We don't. Look, they have a good running game. Their running game is pretty pretty. Their solid. offensive line is better than ours. Their Anybody defense. that has an offensive line better than ours is going to beat us. Their defense, their defense is pretty stout up front, but they 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 don't. I, I'll tell you this. I I'll give Auburn. I'll make Auburn. A, that to me is a toss up, right? I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. Counting UMass, I think we went, might win two more games this year. Two. You need three for a bowl game, by the way. Ah, shit. We ain't going to the bowl. Even if we do, we'll find a reason not to go. <laughs> Did it last year. All right. There's your expectations for the rest of the season. I just want to go. This is my expectation. I want to see the kids have a good time. I want to see them out there playing loose, just having fun, and doing what they do, man. I don't know if we have any more that's questions not, from Jimbo, but I have one for you, too. Go ahead. What's your next one? When does Jimbo get fired? Well, if we lose to UMass, I'd, I'd call that one. If we lose to UMass, Jimbo will get fired. Yes. Okay. If we go four, I think, I think, I think, I think if we go four and eight at the end of the season, and we're three and four right now, if we win one more game, maybe even two, it might be enough. When's the last time that I get that losing season? This is the 2022 season, football season? Yeah. Jimbo gets fired after the 2023 football season. I don't think it makes much of a difference. I have another question for you before you go. Maybe 2024. Is this season, are players talking about transfer portal right now? Are we losing anybody? See, this is why, this is why all of a sudden this becomes a big question, the whole expectations for the rest of the season. Because like I told you, we had a lot of freshmen on the field. A lot. I mean, not both sides of the ball. If if your name is Marshall, if your name is Stewart, Stewart if your name Wait, is... Huh? Connor. Connor. I mean, why? Why would you stay? Why well, would you stay? Getting paid. The only reason to stay is, but but no, because at the end of the day, those guys' ultimate goal is to get to the NFL, one hundred percent. Yeah, get to the NFL, and Jimbo's not going to get him there. Okay, he's not. You know, Stewart, who should be a first round pick at some point in his career, is going to yeah. end up being a fifth round pick and get lost in the mix. Yeah, you know what I mean. I hear you. A-Chain, who should be a second-round pick right now, is going to end up being a sixth-round pick. Yeah. Probably you see what I'm saying? I fourth or fifth, yeah. But I see you. Connor, who everybody's talking about how good and talented and yada, 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 he's going to, he may go undrafted because by the end of oh, So my question is, how many guys are we going to lose after this season? I'm going to say that this, especially the offensive recruits, there's going to be a nice number. So this season's... Killing ourselves for next season. Yeah, because you're also not recruiting offensive exactly. right now. Offensive skill. That's that's what this right season now. is doing to us. We were building up, guys. We got to the top of the hill. We're going. Aggies. Look, we're sunshine and rainbows around here, baby. Is it sunshines and rainbows? Right. We love you. We love you, Ags. Gig'em. AP. 
See money. Adios. From the tailgate.